on everybody you're listening to episode 167 of the geeks under grace podcast my name is cody armor i'm here with lj lowry what up and shelly walter hello today we're geeking out about sonic the hedgehog movie reboots and our tv news is taken over by anime that's unusual for us. i'm okay with that (laughs) yeah anime is awesome special shout out to our patreons at patreon.com slash geeks under grace Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Unchained Spear, Hannah Bacon, <gasps> The Mouse Potatoes, Dan A. Ilo, Trey Braband, Spazzy Nerd, Peter Tallow. LJ, did you add the one that I missed last week? Yes. Into there? Cool. Yeah. It was Trey, right? Yep. All right. I apologize, Trey. You're awesome. <laughs> uh, and we got a couple new ones. That list is getting getting longer and longer yeah i have to take a, a breath thing. halfway through it <laughs> i know i was like oh come for air <laughs> well let's just let's get right into it what what video games you guys been playing you guys go ahead first. lj okay right. oh yep nope All i'm right. the host i say you okay <laughs> All right. okay so uh, i've been playing a little game that joe mentioned on the poll list last week called ghost of a tale oh and yeah. it's, one, it's the one with the mouse I like Ghost in the Shell. Ghost That's of a not tale. okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's a stealth game where you play as a little mouse and you, know, you have to hide from like these guards that are rats. And so he's looking for his uh, his wife. And uh, Does Tom make an appearance? No. <laughs> that would be a really cool stealth game. That'd be like a cool final boss fight or something. Like a big old <laughs> cat or something. Um, it's been really Man, cool. Man, Tom and Jerry game would be amazing. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> it's it's been it's been really cool so far. It's definitely slow paced. I'm enjoying it. Uh, after we kind of talked about it last week, and it's been kind of out on P- on Steam for a year. It just went to consoles, but I was like, you know what? Let's see if we can get a review copy of this. And so I got a review copy straight from the devs. And so I'm playing it for a review, and uh, cool. it's pretty good so far. The other game I'm playing is The Division 2, which originally I wasn't going to get it, but just with the way Anthem was going, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get The Division. I need something. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just kind of The Division is giving me what Anthem didn't, really, Mm -hmm. and it was the whole looter shooter thing. Like, I was already getting blue and purple items within a couple hours into the game, while Anthem- I immediately went to Apex, I assume uncommon and rare? Yes, technically, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, pretty much. They just have different names for them, but basically, uh, with division, you're you just get rare items. Like with anthem, the the loot scales with you, which is weird. Um, so I had blue and purple stuff the first couple hours into the game, and DC is really cool. There's a lot of the missions take place in like museums and like all these different like really trippy locations in in DC. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, like there's a part of this historical museum where. You're, like, fighting inside, like, a Vietnam exhibit in, like, this U.S. History Museum. Hmm. Huh. Um, it's super cool, though. It's it's a lot of fun. It's giving me what what, what Anthem didn't. Ah, uh, yeah. That's, um, that's good. Yeah, but... United States History? Yeah, that too. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Uh, it's a very dense city compared to New York. I mean, it seems like New York should be pretty dense, you know, uh... But it kind of was pretty plain in the first one. It felt very, like, diehard. Like, oh, Christmas, you know. Like, 
like crisis like during like christmas time and it's winter kind of deal hmm. uh, okay yeah dc is super dense though in the division and apparently the devs say it's like very accurate like they got down to every little detail they could so but uh cool. you guys are gonna hear more about that next week uh, when joe's gonna be back because joe is reviewing the game yeah okay. yeah and he really liked the first one yeah, yeah, he did. So, it'll be interesting to see what he has to say about the second. Mm, so that's what I've been playing. What about you guys? Uh, I played anything but Apex, so go ahead. Nice. <laughs> I, I haven't played anything new. I have played more Smash. There's a tournament this Friday, and I just feel super not ready for it, so I'm trying to get good, you know? Prepare. It's been a while. Anytime I talk to people about Smash Bros, I go, yeah, I'm not super good, but I know this girl, and she plays uh, in tournaments and stuff. So she's pretty good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I need to get better, but that's okay. I've had one fun watching. There's a tournament either this last weekend or the weekend before, and there was some really fun matches there that I was watching. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I have been playing more Breath of the Wild DLC. I'm on the final boss of that DLC. There's like a final, okay. final thing you have to do. Oh, cool. Even though yeah. they tell you so many times this is the last thing you're doing, this is the last thing you're doing, <laughs> which is kind of annoying for me. It's like, this is the last. And I'm like, no, it's not. There's so much in this, which is like, good. It's good that's a big game, but still. No, I'm actually on the last final thing, and I remember playing it um, in normal mode, and it was super... I mean, maybe not super easy, but it wasn't that difficult, I remember. I was able to just beat it in one go. Mm. But, um... This is pretty, it's pretty hard in master mode. It's pretty hard. And the second phase particularly is very hard. If anyone's familiar with this boss I'm speaking of and familiar with the second phase, you probably know why it's difficult in master mode, where if you don't hit them constantly, they just heal. And mm-hmm. that's pretty annoying. So I'm trying to figure out what to do about that. I may <laughs> honestly just may have to like back out a little bit, get more hearts. Because when I played it in normal mode, I had max hearts. And I actually don't know, mm-hmm. which is like oh, probably yeah. a bad idea. Um, yeah, hmm. but that's all I've been. Yeah, that's all I've been doing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, cool. I, it's yeah. it's the beginning of spring break, and that means I have time to play video games. But it also means I have time to do mm-hmm. other things that aren't video games. So, yeah, yeah. that's that. That's cool. I, Apex has kind of become a thing of like, I, I don't feel like I'm playing a video game. Even though I am, like, it's kind of just, I have an hour before bed, Yeah. I'll turn on Apex and just kind of, like, you know, get home from work and relax for a minute. Uh, I am excited Mm -hmm. for the little battle pass that's coming up. Yeah. Tomorrow, there's a new character involved. Uh, I don't know if you get the character immediately for buying the battle pass, or if you... Yeah, so, uh, if you're... If this is an attempt at a good segue here, that is the first piece on our news. Oh, I actually oh, was. I forgot that that was my news stories, but yeah, let's gosh. go to it. Gosh, perfect. Oh, before that, I'll, because I, that was a great segue, and I'm gonna mess it up. Um, I also finally got a skin for Astrid in, uh, Arena of Valor. I'm real happy about it, even though I don't play that game much anymore. Cool. I've been wanting a skin forever, and they wouldn't provide one. Like, you just couldn't buy one. Huh. So I finally... I finally got one. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So Apex. Yeah. Battle Pass. <laughs> so, the, um, so the Season 1 Battle Pass for Apex will be out as of this recording when it goes live. I mean, yeah, yeah. when it goes live. I mm-hmm. uh, got, got my times mixed up there. Um, 
So the detail is that you'll be able to pay for the initial battle pass for $9. Uh, Octane, the new, the new character, is being released alongside this battle pass. So everybody's going to mm-hmm. get access to Octane. You, I don't know if you'll have to spend credits to unlock them or not. Uh, okay. But what's weird is they also have what they call a battle pass bundle for Season 1. Which is, you can pay 20 extra dollars to start at level 25 in the battle pass if you want. Hmm. Weird, because the levels don't really do anything. Well, yeah, what the levels are is basically, the uh, if you level it up, you get whatever that reward is. Okay. So basically, you're just leveling up straight to 25, so you already have some of those starting rewards. Got it. And uh, Which are like, cosmetic. Yeah, but... skins, probably, yeah, there's gonna be some new skins... Uh, for one, for Wraith in particular, I think. Um, and okay. I, I know that's your main. That's why I mentioned it. Yeah, uh, I'm all about Wraith. So yeah, there's going to be plenty of stuff in there. Um, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I haven't played Apex in a, in a good couple weeks, but mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely been like this wind down game. It hasn't been like a. It's very mindless for me. That's cool. Just sit down and shoot that, things. I usually really bad. bad. <laughs> yeah, I just like sit there and I just play. I I more try to survive than like go out for the kills anymore yeah that that's how it used to be for overwatch i used to just be able to turn on overwatch for like a solid hour and just kind of be be good with that you know just kind of have yeah. something to play and zone out to it sounds weird yeah. to say for battle royale but i can see how that works for you yeah i mean like if you're not killing anything like if you're just kind of staying back and like if you snipe stuff yeah taking it slow yeah cool right on and then uh that's cool this next piece of news right here is that a new Sonic game is in development. I have very recently told Sega uh, through the Facebook community that they totally should be part of Geeks and Grace uh, community <laughs> and uh, through our Twitch stream that they totally watch. <laughs> they need to make a Sonic Adventure 3. And I'm just saying, now they're saying that there's a new Sonic game being announced. So... You're welcome, guys. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd love a nice new good, good Sonic game. I mean, I've still been. <laughs> I I've really s- wish that would be the case. I've still been watching freaking uh, Game, game Grumps Play Sonic 06, just that playlist, and just that's such a bad game. <laughs> Gosh, and so I just hope they don't try to do that again. That's my hope for this game. We need a bugless. Uh, Sonic Adventure Three. That's I just, the title. I don't really know what. Bugless to Sonic be honest, Adventure. 3. I don't know what that game would look like. You know. I want so like I think Sonic 06, aesthetically, like with their cutscenes, like looked awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. They so put they, they all of their money into that and not into playtesting. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then so, so I like I like that for like animation style and how that would look, and then have it just take place right after Sonic Adventure Three. Just say nothing else is canon. Wow, and then um, make sure there's no human romances with animals, and you win. <laughs> Anyways, what what all do you know about the Sonic game? Uh, well, not much is known. Uh, they just announced it at SS uh, SXSW. That's a little, that's a mouthful. Uh, mm-hmm. They they just announced that a new one was being in development. There's no release date, no title, or nothing. I do assume uh, it's probably going to be closer to. Sonic Generations or Colors or something. 
probably well, Sonic Forces, Forces too. Way more. Forces, Forces was the most recent, and yeah. I liked Forces. Uh, Those were I'm, way more successful. I'm the min- I'm in the minority when it comes to Forces. I gave that game like an eight something, and mm-hmm. a lot of people just trashed it. Uh, I I liked it. I enjoyed it. The only thing that uh, I kind of noticed when I played it again recently is half of the conversations before the missions happen in like dialogue conversations and like boxes. It's well, it's all voice acted, but it's got this very much like Infinity War, like we lost uh, type of story, right? And so that's what I thought was really cool about the game because in the first part of the game, in the first level, Sonic gets defeated. Yeah, and and so you're this new character avatar that you make, and you're teaming up with the various characters, and I just loved that. uh, It it had the mix of side scrolling and like 3D Sonic gameplay, Mm kind of like Generations did. But to me, I just loved the stakes of it. Like, so yeah, like we're defeated, we lost, and you know, you're the only hope kind of deal. And uh, I found out there was a couple missions I didn't play, but I played them like for an hour during the pleasure drive. Is uh, there was a, uh, episode Shadow DLC is what they called it, and there was oh, four cool. short, four very short missions where you play a Shadow. And does he have a gun? No, he does not have. That's a gun. good. But it it takes place. It's right before. Uh, the beginning of, of Sonic Forces. So it's like a short if the sequel. Little... If this new game is called Sonic 07, <laughs> will you buy it? <laughs> it wouldn't be 07 because the year isn't 07. <laughs> I'd buy it just for the confusion. <laughs> yeah. Sonic 07, you're like, what? <laughs> so, if, so let me ask cool. you this. If they don't, obviously they're not going. I, I don't, I don't want to say obviously, but if they don't. Most likely. If they don't do, yeah, if they, mo- they, they most likely won't do Adventure 3. So what would you want out of a Sonic game if it wasn't, if it's not a, Adventure 3? If it's not Adventure 3? Yeah. I, that's all I want. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, no, like, I think what Adventure 2 did that I love so much, and the first one too, but just not on the scale, is like, it's got one of the best playlists of like it's got such a good soundtrack oh you should listen to the soundtrack for sonic forces then i think you'd really love it because i like good? the soundtrack okay. it's very good like, i think the soundtrack has got to be really good yeah. um i love i love the 3d uh racing like i think i didn't really like a lot of the stuff in sonic adventure 2 with like digging his knuckles and things yeah it was actually the sonic and shadow levels that i loved oh that's yeah what i didn't even enjoyed. i didn't like the tails levels that was okay yeah. it was kind of clunky playing it during the pledge drive um but i really like this fast-paced almost like you feel like you're speed running even though you're not like mm-hmm. you don't stop for anything you just keep going pushing forward and like not slow down like it's it's so fa- i love how fast paced it is mm-hmm. yeah the side scroll and stuff's cool too i probably would like forces i think um it's like what fairly cheap right now too it's only like 20 25 bucks on like all platforms that's cool. And you can get it on Twitch it out as well. It, ooh. Yeah. I might. That sounds tempting. I, uh, I don't know. I really, from what I saw of Forces, it sounds like that's what I want. I just really like the story of Adventure 2. It's um, mm-hmm. how deep it got. And so again, I think they probably like Forces 2 because Forces got this really good story. The last Sonic game that I tried getting into, they were, I don't remember which one it is, but they're at a carnival that huh. Eggman's putting on and the carnival is a carnival of evil. And I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> I was like, what happened to stories where you're blowing what? up the moon? What is that? I mean, what, you don't remember the name I can't remember. Was it like it's a, not. Was it like a DS game? Was it like a Wii game? No, it was game? a full-blown console game. 
Huh. It might have been... Lost World? I don't even remember. He makes some joke about copyright. It's uh, really funny. I don't know. I'm going to look into that, though. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Someone will... Use hashtag GGCast. Let me know what game that is, or I'll just look it up later, but <laughs> yeah. I probably won't, so tweet me. It's it's dumb. I just saw the very beginning of the game, because my nephew was playing it, and I was like, man, I miss Sonic. Yeah. And Joe's not here to hate on me for it, so it's okay. Because he's like, I really hate Sonic. Back in my day. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, Sonic, you know Sonic games, it's kind of like being a fan of like the Dynasty Warriors series. It's like, you know these aren't perfect AAA, like, super duper awesome games, but they're good fun. They're, yeah. Yeah. They're That's enjoyable. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I, they, the story's got so deep, and I think that Sonic 06, they did that, and it failed, and so little, they backed away. Got a little too deep of, there. Yeah, well, they just, like, they backed <laughs> away off of everything that that game was. Yeah. Like, they were like, all right, we need to make a good game of no bugs, which is good. And yeah. then they were like, but we're not going to have crazy good animation, and we're not going to do these crazy good stories, because, like, they messed up, and they made this, like, human animal romance between sonic and some girl yeah and like so weird. if that wasn't part of the story that probably would have been a really cool game if that wasn't super buggy and that wasn't in there i hope for the movie that they do some kind of joke like like they do some kind of joke where a girl like gives him a kiss on the cheek or something That'd be hilarious. No, sorry, I'm not into that anymore. Maybe he rescues somebody or something, or something, and then, and then she goes to kiss him, and he goes, "Nope." (laughs) She'll go in to kiss him, and Amy will grab her hammer and just like, like hit him with a hammer out of the way. Like that's terrible. Don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. There's this part. There's a a part I remember seeing in Sonic 06 where he has to. You basically have to choose between which. Between either Amy or Elise, you have to like choose what? one, and it was, it's not even for the story; it's for like a quest line to get to the story. Huh. And then if you choose, oh. they you know, Game Grumps they chose Amy, and they said, "Oh, I see you have chose your long time love," which is like, I mean, Sonic never actually admits his love for Amy, and he that's literally like kisses some... Elise's later. So that's like mm. some Dragon Age Mass Effect kind of like stuff, it's right weird. there. See, like it doesn't need any of that. That's not what yeah. Sonic is. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. But the whole story with Shadow, like, being the protector of, uh, what was her name? Anna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I think that was her yeah, name. Yeah, like, that was all really, really cool. Like, yeah. he was his grandfather, was Dr. Robotnik, was his big grandfather, yeah. and, like, he was trying to protect this his granddaughter, and mm-hmm. so he, like, created this ultimate life form. Like, that was all really, really cool story, and yeah. you're like, whoa, how'd you do this with these stupid cartoon characters? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think- That's what I like story-wise, I know Sonic's not necessarily known for... Sonic games aren't known for their story most of the time, but I feel like they do have some good ideas. They just don't know what to expand on, and they expand on things that are just not good. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. they, they have some really good kernels of ideas, and then they just sprinkle them in and then do a bunch of other crap. So they just need mm-hmm. to refocus if they actually want to go a more story route, which, again, given the last couple of games they've done, or at least given colors, given... Um, generations. Well, I guess generations didn't. Didn't generations have kind of a story? And colors did too. Nah. Well, people really like generations. Yeah, they kind mm. of did have stories. Generations and colors, it. I think, were some of the were the best ones. Like the most recent. Yeah, best that's ones. why I'm yeah. trying to refer to those. But mm. and then that's there's the too, whole um, the the show that is extremely self aware, 
And Sonic. so if they bring in some of that humor, oh, yeah, if, they just take a, if they don't try to make something I super serious, about if Sonic they do something Boom. like that and implement that into a game, I feel like that would be a good idea. Be like, yeah, this is super ridiculous. We know it. And you're playing this game. And just let and the guy who runs Sonic we're gonna break Twitter the fourth account wall. make a story. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, let's yeah. move on, LJ. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I can talk about Sonic forever. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the next piece of news is that Halo devs are giving back to fans with a free pizza skin. And we had a conversation why? on Slack not too long ago. Why pizza? I don't understand the pizza thing. Well, so a person on Reddit. Uh, as soon as like when these rumors kicked around saying that Halo Master Chief Collection and Reach were coming to PC, they said that they would send 343, uh, the developers, that's the name of the developers, they said they would send them a pizza if this announcement was official. And so it got to the point where obviously the announcement was official. And so a lot of other people on Reddit joined in on this. They're like, yeah, and I'm going to so, do it too. <laughs> yeah, so the devs got a bunch of pizza sent to their office. So funny. And so they had to tweet out saying, please stop sending pizzas because our reception our receptionist is actually out like not even here today. Like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, We love you guys, but come on. And so They should have planned it so that it was a pizza every day for like the next year. That's true. You yeah, I don't know. It sounds like they just got bombarded. Yeah. Three hundred <laughs> pizzas at one time. Yeah. So this pizza skin, uh, as far as I can see, it looks like a weapon skin. You can put on whatever weapon you want, but it is, in, cool. it is in response to that. So I think as of the 17th, which was yesterday, uh, as, as of this recording, recording, you can mm-hmm. get the skin for free. I, I believe it's within like a week or two or so. Um, the f- ironic part is people who actually are getting this game on PC and don't have an Xbox won't be able to use the skin, I think. Yeah. Oh. So it's like... You're still, we're still not getting these games until late 2019, but it's 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 cool to see them like respond to the community like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and everybody's excited, especially a couple of us on the Twitch team that Halo is coming to PC officially now. Yeah, um, cool. so good. Yeah, and then so the last piece of news here is that the logo for Google's console got shown. Mm-hmm. It looked like in some yeah. kind of like public area or something over there where GDC is happening. It looks like a logo. It reminds me of Dreamcast. It looks like, yeah, it's a weird looking S. And it looks like a weird, like almost like bizarro version of like, like a Superman, Superman logo. logo. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So rumors have been going around for a while. Google did say they were going to be there. And uh, so I believe this week, at the end of the week, we will get more info. And yeah, we're gonna get a lot of info out of GDC, and uh, we can talk about the console, the actual console, yeah, next week. Yep. But my question to you guys, um, before they release anything, um, what do you think would need to happen for a console to actually play a role in today's society? Because to me, I think of like you have Xbox One X is the it's the best way to play. I'm using quotations for those mm-hmm. who can't see because it's all of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the best way to play because it's, you know, the highest spec. So, like, you can get the most graphically beautiful out of the Xbox One X or a PC. Yeah. Uh, PS4 has got these exclusive stories that are some of the best stories in video game history. Yep. Uh, and then you have the Switch, which is 
not necessarily any of that, but play games on the go. Yeah, and um, it's and the Switch. Plus Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo acts as a very good secondary console as well. So chances are you own a console and you own a Nintendo device. Right. Mm-hmm. That's um, very true. So my so, thing. Yeah, go for it. I was is just that uh, you need something that's going to be able to get the more casual audience in the door. Mm-hmm. My thing is that. Uh, so that Project Stream thing came out with Odyssey and people tested Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. My thing is that you double down on that tech mm-hmm. to get the casual audience in and you get the casual audience to buy this console where they may not have to put, they don't have to put in a game to, like, they don't have to put a disc in, uh, they don't have to go through all these menus to go purchase and download something. You have a library right there and you can stream it. Kind of like PlayStation Now, obviously. Yeah. Um, but if you have, if you give people easy access to that tech, like a Netflix or like a Hulu or something, cause people, all they have to do is turn on their TVs, go to their favorite streaming platform, find their show and hit a button. If you can do that with gaming, I think you're going to get a lot more of the casual audience in there. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think they should do. It's like, if they're really showcasing that tech already, I think maybe they should utilize that. Yeah. And I think if you're showcasing it, there's probably reason behind it. Yeah. What do you think, Shelly? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm just problem is I'm so uninterested. That's <laughs> hard. There's for no me room. To, yeah, I, I feel like we already have a fairly good balance of what we have now. So right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that, that's what I'm saying. This may not be for people like us. The yeah. The more hardcore, like dedicated gamer. I think if they make this new console like a couple hundred bucks or so and have it as a streaming platform, I think they'll be they'll be set. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. I think that's what I would go with honestly. So for me, my expectation, uh, and we'll we'll find out next week. But yeah, the only way that I can see this is kind of what LJ is saying about the double down and doubling down on streaming. But I don't want to stream a game if I can buy it, like if I can have a physical copy. Oh yeah. What makes the streaming really interesting, though, is say you don't have a Switch. If I can take my new Google controller and my phone with me, and I can stream that game on my phone and that save file ends up on the console that ends up on that's on my tv yeah then then i can see it being it's not something that i'm going to buy as someone who owns a switch but someone who doesn't have a switch i could see that looking really good because you can then play the game wherever you go yeah that would be crazy uh but looking at the controller it's not one that you can like connect to a phone or something uh because the controller we've seen the we've seen mock-ups of the not trademark. What's it called? When they got a trademark something. Patent. Yep. Yeah. So I'm kind of expecting that to be the case is that this console is going to be released with an app that you're going to be able to get either on your phone or on computers and yeah. have kind of a remote play situation. But it's not playing from that console. It's playing from their yeah. streaming service. And then I don't think that that streaming software is going to be on anything but a phone, computer, or... Um, or that console. Mm-hmm. Because if you see it with PlayStation, which is kind of the way that I figured they would go with this tech, is to take it to PlayStation or Xbox and say who wants it. Mm-hmm. it it's really weird to me that they're like, now we're going to make our own console and do it ourselves. Yeah. Uh, but I could I could see somebody who's not playing an online game, because uh, you wouldn't want to play like a Battle Royale on this, uh, streaming like Assassin's Creed on my phone. I would totally take Assassin's yeah. Creed Odyssey on my phone with me if that was a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the an, another cool thing is that they just hired a really really notable uh, person from the gaming industry, uh, Jade Raymond. She is VP of their gaming department, I guess now. 
Mm-hmm. And so okay. she was known for, she was like head on the Assassin's Creed franchise for Ubisoft. Oh. And oh, okay. so yeah, so she was kind of the, one of the pers- one of the people that helped spawn that franchise. And then uh, she was also working with EA for a while at, at Motive, that uh, working on the Star Wars stuff for a while. So yeah, cool. maybe they got some original IPs planned or something. Maybe they got they some original to. ideas going on. Yeah, so I would not buy a console that I can't take on my probably ever again. Like except for <laughs> PS4, because I do really love those stories. Yeah. Um. I don't think I could buy a secondary console that I can't take with me. Well, like, that's why I ended up getting rid of my Xbox is because I have my PC already. That's my beef. You know, that's where my my beefy gaming is at, especially like that's where I have the best looking graphics. PS4 is console gaming and with friends and such like that. And then Switch is very much my portable console. So it's like once you already have, especially somebody like me, once you already have that trifecta, basically, Mm -hmm. there's no room. Or even if you already have the two of those, there's not a whole lot of room for another console. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll find out next week. Yeah. From there, we can get on to the movies that we've seen. And we talked about Captain Marvel pretty, uh, last week, but LJ, what did you think of it? Um, so yeah, I did see Captain Marvel on Friday. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good for, for what it was trying to do. This movie you immediately knew what I was talking about. Don't say what it is. Yes, but I. So there's something that I didn't like. <laughs> I immediately knew what Cody was talking about, and so oh, I was no. <laughs> listening to the podcast episode a uh, couple days after I watched Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and so I messaged Cody. I'm like, "Was it this thing?" And he's like, "Yep." <laughs> oh yeah. So um, it's that obvious I, thing. I enjoyed the movie for what it was. It's not trying to be this cinematic experience like avengers is or anything like yeah, that it doesn't need um, to be need it, room for the both. stakes yeah it's not trying i don't want to say the stakes aren't high because they are but it de- it's definitely in- an introductory marvel movie just like cody said and it's a good fun movie it doesn't have to be this big thing this big event and uh so i mean i i think it was good like seven out of ten for me for sure it's it's a good fun movie yeah yeah cool mm-hmm. awesome shelly have you been watching anything I, the only, I don't know if it counts. I watched the first half of Fellowship of the Ring Extended Edition, which I've seen before. Okay. I was, was going to say, if it's Extended Edition, the first half was probably it's two It's basically, hours long, yeah, so it is good. essentially a movie itself. <laughs> it's, it's like two hours, so. Yeah. That's but, cool. yeah. That's, yeah, I watched that. Oh, it's a good movie. Hmm. I, I watched anything else. Yeah. Cool. Uh, before we go on, I messed up. LJ, what? what's uh, what games are coming out this week? Oh, you're right. Oh my okay. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all good. We're, <laughs> so, we're just shaking it up for the listeners. Yeah. Now. So we forgot the poll list. Uh, real quick. Uh, Chuckabo Mystery Dungeon. Everybody, not everybody. It's everybody, uh, everybody is out this week. Yeah. And then uh, Turok yeah. on Switch just came out today. So recently, it was revealed like last week that Night Dive Studios was porting Turok to the Switch. And mm-hmm. that's the classic Nintendo 64 game for a lot of people. And uh, so I'm excited to try that out on Switch. And then Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is another big game that's coming out this week. And that is a Dark Souls-like ninja, Oh, that's right. Yeah, I've heard of it. Basically like Ninja Dark Souls uh, that takes a lot of inspiration from one of their original franchises. 
uh, called Tenchu. Yeah, Joe is excited about this one because uh, he's a huge Souls fan, and I think he's pretty much beat the heck out of like every Souls game. Yeah, and uh, I think except for Dark Souls one, but Sekiro is the hot one this week, and uh, so that is the pull list. Cool. Super duper. Now we can get into movie news. Yeah, yeah. here we go. Here we All go. All the reboots. So, we've already talked um, in the past about the Bumblebee movie, how that's sort of acting as a soft reboot, a reboot of yep. sorts, for Transformers, yeah. because it's pretty successful. They're definitely having a sequel. They've already announced you know, they're having a sequel. But they're also having, apparently, they're making another movie for that last universe, the... Uh, Transformers, like the last night was the last movie that came out in that series. Yeah, the one with, you know, so Bay confusing. Like that. So that's kind of weird. They never <laughs> last night we light edition. Yeah, they're not being very specific <laughs> if it's a direct sequel to last night. If it's a, it's just a movie in that universe. If it's a prequel, that'd be really weird. Um, I would be so down for a last night, like the <laughs> night's medieval Transformers movie. Yeah, um, that would be awesome. That's not what they're doing, I don't think. But Yeah, it's just kind of weird. Cause... I've not seen the movie, but I think you saw it, Cody, right? Does it leave op- room open for another one? Yes. Oh, it okay. does. Um, mm. And there's, I mean, it, there really is, like, one last story to be told. Okay. Uh, we haven't really seen a ton of, like, Unicron. Uh, I'm trying to remember all the details <laughs> from that movie, but, Got like, it. it's, uh... That might have been a spoiler. I can't remember how much. Like I said, I don't remember how much Unicron. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're saying. That movie. So I was gonna I... say, if people know Transformers, they know Unicron. I don't. Unicron is like the big bad. It's the the Thanos. Oh. Okay. Um, Unicron is in the in the show. He's a giant planet. Oh. That transforms. Okay. Yeah, a transforming that planet. That's about. crazy. Yeah. Does it transform uh, into so a I can't giant remember car? The movie very well. A car planet. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a big round. It is a transforming Death Star. Oh wow, that's gnarly. that's cool. Yeah, I want. I mean, there's no big laser thing. Star Wars needs to license that now. Transformers. Star and like, Wars. I don't know as much as I should. I know the base, like some little basics, Unicron. Yeah. Um, but I remember it leaving that open for like, like they need to tell that story still through that universe and then shut it down. But it's weirdly weird to have a reboot of a universe while the other universe is still finishing up. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, like, they did not wait at all for that. Maybe they decided, oh, people like this. Let's finish this thing and keep going with this. Uh, Yeah, I'm not really sure. Strange. It's strange. Um, I'm not passionate about the Transformers universe or anything. But uh, if you are a fan of the Transformers movies... Let us know what you think about this, because this is just very interesting to have two separate... I just want Rodimus Prime. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's all all I want, is in the old 80s movie. that has got, like, Weird Al Yankovic in it or something. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Optimus dies. Spoiler. And then Ah! Hot Rod becomes a Prime. And he becomes Rodimus Prime. (laughs) And then... In the comics, he rides around in a giant spaceship that is his face. Okay. When you say giant spaceship that is his face, that reminds me of that instantly makes me think of Gurren Lagan. I'm like, I'm kinda yes. down I'm kinda down for that. <laughs> it looks kinda like a Gurren Lagan. <laughs> oh, man. He's super pompous. 
because he's hot rod oh. and then he becomes a prime and he's ah ready. he's hot headed but they make like this whole thing in the movie they try to make it sound epic but he doesn't have an epic name so they're like all this like synthetic music and it's like rodimus prime <laughs> it's amazing interesting cool so that's transformers <laughs> universe to the mcu which is one of the bigger you know maybe biggest universes in the cinema uh industry right now so we yeah. james gunn is in fact going to be directing guardians of the galaxy volume three which Woo! is oh my god news but it's really weird. weird. So apparently Disney never really put any effort into finding a replacement for him after all of the big shebang stuff that they did saying, oh, yeah, you We're not can't. making that up. That's sourced. Yeah. We, it's like, oh, you can't you know, come back and <laughs> can't make all these things up. in the past. And that was a huge, huge deal, right? We talked about that a lot. And they didn't even really try to get another person. So- Here's what it reminds me of. In high school, I was in a play. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Tia, who is now my wife, yeah. came to visit visit me. And so I told the play, hey, I'm not coming to rehearsal even though the play's in like two weeks. Uh-huh. Because my wife's, my, this girl that I like. Because <laughs> uh, when I said my wife, they that felt weird to say. <laughs> yeah. This girl that I like is here. And they're like, that's cool. Not really. And so I came back the next day and they were like, hey, we're going to talk about getting rid of you because you didn't show up. Uh, We need you to sit out in the lobby while we discuss whether or not you're going to be part of this play. That's. And I said, "Okay." Just like telling you straight up. Okay. Yeah. So they played a game. I don't remember what game, but they played a game while I was in the lobby freaking out because I thought they were talking about firing me i wasn't getting paid but it was like a school play right i went back in and they said oh cool we decided to keep you on and i'm like that's good because i don't know how you'd find a replacement in two weeks yeah and i really want to do this play uh and then like a month later found out they had played a game instead of actually talking about whether or not they're gonna get rid of me and they never planned to get rid of me in the first place they just wanted to scare me yeah wow that's hardcore I kind of hate yeah. that. Honestly. I mean, I get it, so, <laughs> but that's kind of messed up. I kind of hate that. So I think James Gunn, it's like, they weren't actually firing him, but they wanted him to learn a lesson, so they said they fired him, and then they sat there and were like, we're bringing him back, right, guys? Like, yeah, that's honestly what I'm thinking <laughs> happened to Disney, which is... like It's like they forgot to like tell him or something, like, hey, we're not actually <laughs> firing you, and then they're like, oh, crap, he's going to work on this other ensemble movie. We better go get him back. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's doing... DC's version of Guardians of the Galaxy. We should probably put him back on. Right, like, yeah. I, I am super glad that he's back. Because, again, I don't really trust anyone else to handle Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I think it really needs to be him. It's like his baby. That It's his thing. I think, they, but, in the end, yeah. they probably realized that, too. I just feel like Disney needs to be more transparent with us. Disney's not super not. the guy that they fired him for being anymore. Right. Yeah, because yeah. he even like, said, like, you know, that was the past. You it's know? just like, frustrating. People change, it's like, why did they grow. do that in the first place? If they, if if it's true that they were never actually planning on getting rid of him, there's no reason to do that in the first place yeah. besides, hey, this is a public display showing that we're against this sort of thing, but we're not so against it to actually get rid of this guy <laughs> because, I mean, come on, why would we ever do that? So it's just, 
you can still say yeah. you're against those things and then be like, okay, we know this person's a different person now, and so we're going to keep him on. You can make that a public display, a public announcement. You could you could show that to the audience, mm-hmm. to everyone, to the public, or you could do what they did. Unless maybe there's a bunch of other crap that's happening behind the curtains that we don't know about. I wonder if they were scared to keep him if they didn't want to like upset anybody. I mean, that could be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, there's probably way more stuff going on than we know, but from right. a public perspective, it looks really sketchy, it looks really weird, and it makes you really uncomfortable with Disney <laughs> to just be super... I bet Dave Pesisa is real happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, because I know a lot of actors were like, hey, I'm not doing this unless Peter Gunn's back. So it, I wonder yeah, if, good. like, even if it was just <laughs> that pressure, if it wasn't even the pressure about... Having Peter Gunn as a director, okay. but she, like having everyone else. She's thinking books of the Bible. Sorry. James Gunn. I meant James Gunn. There's <laughs> also know, a Peter Gunn. So. Oh, there is. There's a Sean Gunn. There's many types of guns. <laughs> <laughs> so, switching now to the last major, maybe not the last major, but another major um, cinema universe, DCU. It's really weird oh real quick suicide squad is officially a reboot yeah that news yeah but it's probably worth mentioning because that connects with it all james gunn is directing the suicide squad right yes which correct. is titled the suicide squad yeah i have to share is... now <laughs> so weird the recasting yeah. dead shot i know it's gonna be um idris alba yeah but it's gonna be just... i can't remember his name in the can people quit trying to just be like hey like this thing didn't work let's Let's try again. It's like, you expect me to trust you after yeah. that? I would rather a recasted sequel than, than a complete reboot. That's just... Yeah. <sighs> Seems like a waste of talent. Like, there's not all those actors a terrible job. Yeah. Uh. Anyways. They have to change up the story. They have Speaking to of recasting. That. Speaking <laughs> of recasting. Oh, my gosh. So... Now there's this entire situation with Ezra Miller um, being the Flash, <laughs> potentially not being the Flash. So DC needs to get their life together. Actually, though, the actors just hate working with him apparently because basically Ezra Miller is either going to stop working with DC, and I don't know if it's entirely clear. It makes it sound like he would be leaving, not so much them firing him, but it's it might be a mutual thing. I'm not really sure. Basically. Ezra yeah. Miller wants the Flash to go in one direction. Studio wants to go have him go in another direction. So Ezra Miller is actually writing a new script for the Flash movie. And if the studio likes it, then... With a comic book writer. I don't remember his name, but... Right. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's cool. Yeah, so that's good. That part. But basically, they're going to write this darker script for the movie that's not cool yeah that's and, why the dcu the studio likes doesn't it, exist anymore if the studio likes it that he's gonna stay the flash but if not he's going to not be the flash i'm batman which is weird because <laughs> we know how dc does dark movies and we know they don't do them well they don't mm-hmm. do them well yeah wonder woman was not very dark wonder woman was a great movie i heard aquaman was good aquaman was not aquaman a dark movie good. Yeah, definitely not a dark movie. Yeah, I just don't... Why can't they... <sighs> DC upsets me. And Shazam's supposed to do pretty good. All of these... Yeah, and Shazam's super not dark. What the heck? Shazam's a yeah, joke. Yeah, Shazam looks cool. That's its whole... 
thing is that he's this kid who's a superhero and he just goes shazam it's a joke but it's so funny it's so amusing and and good and i am still excited to see shazam i think that's gonna be a really good movie Mm -hmm. but gosh i especially flash like as a character he's not supposed to be this dark broody guy you know like he's he's in the anim yeah he's all supposed to be jokes like they should have whoever's doing Shazam direct and write or whatever. The Flash. The Flash. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's like you could still have dark things happen, but then have it be the character sort of a little bit more lighthearted, more joking around. Gets through yeah. things better. Yeah. yeah. Than Oliver Queen. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't <laughs> get you, DC. They're like, darker's better. Darker's always better. No. That's not true. <laughs> I like I've said this before, but I think even Batman should be if you're gonna make him dark, make him so dark that it's funny. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it's like kinda like the Hulk is so like strong that it's kinda funny and it's kinda goofy. I think the big thing is that they re- the Dark Knight trilogy worked for them and then so that's where we're like, oh we wanna they build off stuck that. with it. Yeah, yeah. they're like yeah. it worked, so let's stick with it. And it's like, like your movies that are not that are doing better, so I think you should stick with that. <laughs> like the the animated movies do so well with this. Like mm-hmm. he goes, "You're not telling me you're actually an insane man in a bat costume, are you?" And he kind of smirks and walks away. And it's like he's so dark that it's just goofy. Yeah. Or um, in Justice League Dark, the animated movie, these like these ghosts are floating around him, and he goes, "Boo!" And the ghosts run away. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. And he's sure. like, it, it's not that he's like. An idiot, but he's so dark that you're just like, this is ridiculous. Like, like they can call play off man. of him. Yeah. yeah. Like, have, you know, Alfred kind of poke fun of his grimness a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. And be like, you'll be fine, dude. You need to <laughs> or be like, that's down. why you don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stuff would be, I don't know. I think that's how you need to do the darkness. Um, I think it's because of Marvel. I completely blame Marvel for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they were to do a Batman, that's how they would do Batman. Yeah, probably. It would just be obnoxiously dark, and they would be like, <laughs> "We're making fun of you." Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm just kind of upset with all these different universes right now. I just have problems with yeah. Disney and with DC and with Transformers. Like, what are they doing? But I again, <laughs> yeah. I am happy James Gunn's back. I just feel like they could have done it in a less sketchy way. <laughs> Anyway, mm-hmm. that's our... and DC has yeah. a perfect opportunity to capitalize because Marvel's going to have some downtime after Endgame, probably. That's true. And DC yeah. has a perfect time to capitalize on that, and they might not <laughs> be like, "Hey, pay attention to me." <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're still here. We're still here after it and after Endgame, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I hope for a Justice League Unlimited. Ooh, cool. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll go from that to TV news, though. Yeah, or not TV news, but what we've been watching in TV. Have you guys been watching anything? No, no, I have not. no, I have not. Okay, I don't feel bad for not watching movies then, or playing video games, or doing anything else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I caught up on Walking Dead. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that was really good. Um, the last episode was very dark. Hmm. Uh, those who watch it don't know what I'm talking about, but in a good way, like the walking dead hasn't really gone that dark in a while. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was kind of refreshing to see that they could still do those dark stories tastefully. Mm. And then the episode before that, or no, two episodes before that, I, I guess like the last two episodes before that were very like whimsical in a way. Huh. That's weird. Which was to a say. lot of fun. Yeah. Like I don't want to, I don't want to give anything away, but it, it has to be the kingdom. And so if you know anything about the kingdom, if you've been catching up, the, the kingdom itself is kind of whimsical. Huh. You've got this guy that everyone calls the king and he talks very epically whenever he's speaking not necessarily in like a british like king accent but he's like the king has come to save the day and he like really puts on this character for uh his people and so they just uh i don't know it's really kind of cool to see their stories unfold yeah lj you're muted oh i made it i was gonna make a joke anyway i was gonna say it's probably kjv only (laughs) <laughs> gosh <laughs> he uh no he like had a tiger way back when it started oh that guy yeah okay. like they're very whimsical in, the, in general and so uh, kind of watching their story unfold like what they're doing uh, huh. was was a lot of fun and there was a lot of focus the last two episodes that it made this very hopeless world uh have a little bit of hope and not in a way that's like they finally get to live like normal lives or whatever because that's kind of always been the whole that's what walking dead is they find a settlement they get comfortable it gets attacked they go to a new settlement yeah they get comfortable it gets attacked but this is the first time where there's not just we're surviving but they're actually getting to kind of like relax live lives where they're not being super defensive or mm-hmm. um you know trying to like live or survive they get to thrive. Instead it's of cool. living the Preston yeah. Garvey life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say check it out. At least watch cool. that last episode because uh, it was it was cool. Dark, but cool. I like what they're doing this season so far. Cool. In the news, we'll go through these pretty quickly. Netflix is announcing a bunch of original I was going to say that I watched something, but... Did you? I asked if you did, and you said no. Oh. What'd you watch? No, I watched... Yeah, I watched High Score Girl, uh, anime on Netflix. Oh. High School Girl? High Score Girl. High Score oh, Girl. Okay. I'm like, High School Girl, <laughs> yeah. that could be about many different things. Yeah, it could things. be about anything. It could be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, but it, it's uh, it's really cool. It's uh, about, it's it's kind of about the like early days of like gaming and like arcade gaming, mm-hmm. kind of. And so okay. it's about this this kid, he he's a hardcore arcade gamer. He plays a, he plays a lot of Street Fighter too, and so he's on this like huge win streak. And then all of a sudden he gets beat, and it's by this girl. And so it's by the, she's like this rich girl. She goes and hides away after school. And so what basically what happens is is like he starts to like like wonder like what like what she's all about, and like he gets beat, and he wants to have like that ultimate rematch. And so it okay. ends up being this thing where they kind of get to know each other and then something happens to where he doesn't see her for a while. And then there's this other girl that comes into picture into the picture who's interested in him in him because of his gaming habits. And like, she's very interested in it. And then, so it all ends up becoming this big old triangle. But what's really cool about it is that it captures the, it captures like the timeline, I guess, like of gaming history, because uh, console games start to come out eventually like it does this time jump over the f- the first season and so he starts to play like that's Sega cool. Gen- he starts to play like Sega Saturn and like PlayStation and stuff 
And so are they name dropping these games? Yes, they are. Consoles? Yeah. Okay. That's and pretty they cool. Named, they name drop and, so, and showed so much footage that it literally caused me to buy the 30th anniversary Street Fighter collection because I wanted to wow. play Street Fighter so badly. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's interesting because uh, it you know it's very much about his life and, and gaming and so he, he gets to this point where like later on he's like he's not very good because he doesn't spend as much time uh, in arcades. Instead, he spends his time at home playing these console versions, these uh, console versions of these arcade games, like Virtual mm-hmm. Fighter and like Tekken and stuff like that. So, yeah. it's really cool. It ends on. Uh, never mind. I was gonna say. You can't. It's got spoil well, it. I'm not trying to spoil it. And, I mean, because there's gonna be more seasons, but it's just one of those things where it ends and you're like, "That was dumb. I want more." <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I recommend it. It's a pretty short watch, so. Okay. That is that is what I watched. Awesome. Yeah. Well, speaking of anime on Netflix, they are doubling down. We talked a little bit about them uh, a while back. Uh, they announced a few things. They had released Devil May Cry, Devil Man Crybaby, uh, which is doing really really well. Though I heard it's very gory, dark, like yes. berserk, kind of dark. Yeah, I believe so. Um, but they are doing the Altered Carbon resleeved uh, anime. And then they're doing Dragon's Dogma, a new series called Spriggan. And then the Ghost of the Shell that they had talked about, they are officially putting those into work. And they should be out by 2020. Cool. So I know some of that news kind of overlaps, but other names, like the Spriggan is a new one. And the other one, uh, Dragon's Dogma, we didn't talk about last time. Yeah. They are putting a ton of anime. Yeah, that's a Capcom thing, another video game thing. That could be cool. Yeah. Uh, and then speaking of anime, like I said, it's very anime heavy for TV. Crunchyroll and Adult Swim are partnering up to get more anime onto Adult Swim. Uh, Crunchyroll has the rights the rights to a lot of this anime. Yeah. And so it makes sense that um, to get the anime, you got to kind of partner with them. So that's what Adult Swim is doing. They don't have Funimation anymore, so we probably mm-hmm. won't see anything on fun, from Funimation. Not that I really watch Adult Swim much anymore anyways. I don't even know when it's on anymore. It's on uh, late Saturday nights in the mornings when everybody else is in bed sleeping like normal people. So hopefully... It's like from midnight to 4 a.m. or something. See, I wish... And they kind of did this for a little while. And then it was really weird because like, their adult swim would just kind of like... It would turn off. I liked when they were doing it. It was, it was Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. And then it would go to Toonami. And then it would go to Adult Swim. Yeah, well, actually, technically, it, it is Toonami again, but it's under the Adult Swim label. Okay. Yeah. I appreciated when it was that progression at night, because yeah. then it was like, it was just getting more mature throughout the night as you were getting, you know, later at night. Um, yeah. I, because I don't think all these animes that they're bringing to Adult Swim are going to be like these heavily mature anime, but... They're going to be like, like, what's popular. Yeah. Sword Art Online or Full Metal Alchemist would be... Yep. Like, that's Funimation, but yep. Um, no, it's not Aniplex. Yeah, so maybe you get some of that. But like, those aren't things that like kids, little kids, should be watching, right? But it's not necessarily these these big mature things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I don't watch a lot of TV, so I don't know how big of a deal it is. But making anime more mainstream is always good to me. Real quick, before we get to the other topic, I think it was earlier today or something. I think Dragon Ball Super is, is said to come back in July. Nice. Yeah, I with, still need to see Brawly with the animation of super, uh, an artist that did Super Bro with did, uh, did uh, Dragon Ball Super the Brawly movie. That's awesome. Yeah, 
This final story I'm real excited about. I I'm gonna get Disney Plus or whatever it's called. It's <laughs> happening. It has to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm such a Marvel nerd, and like this is so cool. So it's an animated series, and the reason that it's important that it's animated is because that means that they have they can use Sony properties. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, they still have the rights to Spider-Man and everything. As far as animations go mm-hmm. uh, including venom yeah uh so they're making a what if series and if you know marvel comics you know what the what if series is already for those who don't it is a it's exactly how it sounds you go what if the hulk ghost rider got a hold of hulk and became this ghost rider hulk uh and then they play that out or i, I just really like hulk so I'm, these are the ones i'm always yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they have like what if venom got a hold of hulk and that one's really fun I, i'll spoil that one it's really cool though and i don't think they'll turn this one into an episode because it'd be a really boring animated episode but it actually cures right the bruce banner of hulk because of because hulk is this radiation thing yeah and so the venom actually like heals him of it <laughs> um, I could be wrong, but I want to say that's where, like, that's probably where, like, Gwenpool came from or something, too. Like, it just sounds silly enough. But I'm not sure about that one, but... What about... I could see that. Um, Ghost Spider, was that originated from one of those as well? Oh, yeah, Ghost Spider, because that's a costume in uh, Spider-Man PS4. I could see that. A lot of them mm-hmm. were like, what if these things that, you yeah. know, take on other entities... I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. into like the Venom Spider-Verse, Ghost Rider. they're all kind of... A lot of them seem like what if situations. A lot of them do. Yeah. Not all of them. Like I know, I know that, like, like Miles Morales is canonically after um, Peter Parker mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but in the sense mm-hmm. of yeah, like Spider Gwen, Peter and Porker like that. and stuff. Yeah, Peter Porker. <laughs> There's a, I know like a Ghost Rider Wolverine, and that would be really cool to see. Ooh. On paper, I think there's literally a symbiote version of like a lot of people because of that. Yeah. They're like, what if Venom took over everybody? Yeah. I'm sure there's a Thor one. Uh, But stuff like that, too. Uh, Like, what if Wolverine was born on Asgard? Oh, that'd Um, be legit. Yeah. They have all these weird little things. It'd make a lot of sense because he's already immortal. Yeah. That would be fun. I don't know if that's a comic book or not, but it's really cool. And so if they do a good job with it... uh, I, I really like it's not going to be the story based thing. It's going to be every episode will be different, like an anthology, like LJ was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I love those what if situations and have the freedom to do that. And I love Marvel's everyone... animated work, too, uh, when they did that. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see uh, if they keep up that pedigree. Mm hmm. And to have the freedom, I think it's really smart to do it as animated, so you have the freedom to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, gives you full range. I think the Venom is a big deal. Uh, what if Wolverine was a vampire? What if... I don't know. There's so many what ifs. Yeah, and they could yeah. always come up with, yeah, all these different ones that are not come up before. It'd be cool if they did, like, new original ones, but I think what people would want to see is the comic ad- ad- adapted. And they can always do both. I mean, if they yeah, run out of I ideas, great. they'll make yep. some new ones it's like what if thanos w- w- was a good guy and he like helped everybody well, and he, he thinks he's a world. good guy <laughs> yeah i don't know did you see infinity war he's the main character yeah that's true <laughs> that was thanos uh, but exactly those kind of things like what if thanos was an avenger Th- yeah that'd be cool 
Ow, oh, oh, I'm just going to have Infinity War. They'd be like, Thanos. He's like, what, you come to stop me? And they're like, no, we've come to offer you a job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You seem like the perfect man for this. <laughs> yeah. We need you to wipe out all the bad guys. That's what I loved about him in that uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, is that he actually wasn't even really a bad guy. He was just kind of stuck in the middle of the whole war. So, like, he was, it was cool. Like, <laughs> That's cool. I mean, they can do that with I don't know, all of the bad guys. It'd be really cool to see, like... What would it be like if they were the hero? Or what would oh, it be like if the like heroes a, were the villains? Like a bad guy version of the Avengers or something that was all like villains, but Avengers? Yeah. That'd be cool. Sinister Six, but it's Avengers being villains instead of yeah. villains being heroes. All sorts of different stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, hashtag GGCast. What, what if do you want to see in Marvel or DC? Let's open it up because... Marvel ones or or, or what what would be your what if version of the Geeks Under Grace podcast? Oh gosh, there you go. Those are both <laughs> be fun. Hashtag GGCast, uh, or put it in the Discord. Um, Discord. Yeah, cast questions. That'd be fun. From that, we do have one last thing before we leave. Uh, LJ, have you played D anD D? No. So this is out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nitro asks Shelly and I then. What is the crew's favorite D and D campaign? Uh, this got a hard to answer. I feel like because yeah, I you don't play a lot of prescripted stuff. I've never stuff, right? played any campaign that wasn't homebrew. All the campaigns so I've what, ever played have been created by the DM, not like straight from the D and D Wizard of the Coast. You know, so oh, so which not, is not, what not I think like straight fifth edition. I've heard Tomb yeah. of Annihilation is a is a doozy, but. I really am oh, unfamiliar with pretty much they made a video game any. based off of Tomb of Annihilation. Yeah. I'm okay. pretty unfamiliar with, like, the major campaigns. If people will talk about them to me, they'll, and, and, like, I'll, you know, be streaming on Twitch or something, and I'll be talking about D&D to my viewers, and they'll be like, uh-huh. oh, so yeah, we're doing, we're doing this campaign. I'm like, that's cool. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to look yeah. it up, but apparently somebody made a Pokemon D&D campaign. That makes sense I, and apparently yeah. they did a rule book with like key art and everything for all the rules uh, i'll have to look it up for that's you guys. crazy but yeah right. i'll, so I'll Shelley, kids have played up in homebrew what what is your back of the box synopsis of your favorite D homebrew campaign that you've done Ooh. uh <laughs> well i think i've only played two so it's gonna be really i see like i think <laughs> the one from this last year was probably my favorite, basically, I, I don't really know how to like explain it though, because there's this um, fantasy world, pretty stereotypical fantasy world, um, but turns out it connects to this other type of world. It's basically another planet, but we don't really know that. We know that meta, but the characters, you know, in the world don't know that. But it has a different, different races, crazy monsters, and things like that. Um, and they used to be, I think, more connected. But basically, some when the, the big bad king of that other planet tr- chooses to invade the home, the home fantasy world that we know and love. And that was super fun because there's also... It, it included lots of homebrew monsters and homebrew creatures oh, cool. as well. So you have your typical uh, humans and dwarves and elves and things that are very, very typical. But um, he also created 
a cat-like race called an umakai for the regular fantasy world. That's what I was playing as, which was super fun. They're not very similar to Tabaxi. I think people think, oh, you're, you're playing a Tabaxi. No, that's uh, they're actually a little bit different. It was entirely homebrewed. Um, and then every character, every monster in this other world was homebrewed as well. And the reason uh, my DM did this was because pretty much everyone playing, except for me, was a DM themselves. And therefore, oh, he wanted to avoid having all of his characters just know what he was throwing at them. You know, have a boss be just like, oh, clearly that's this type of creature. We know its weaknesses and stuff meta, but it's like really hard to not metagame like that. So he would throw in some of these random creatures and a lot of the cool. bosses were like regular people. And they would, after, you know, hitting a certain health threshold, turn to this crazy monster no one's ever seen before with like insane art. Ooh. And we all was like, oh my gosh, what is that? And so that was definitely, I th if I have to put a favorite, I'd probably say that one. But I'm really liking the one okay. I'm in now. But I don't know how it ends yet because... But the one I'm in now See, is the one where there's actual aliens. There's a spaceship. Ooh, and we're, like, exploring the spaceship. So in a fantasy <laughs> world cool. setting, it's crazy. So that's what I would say. That's awesome. You know. My So I've only played two. One of them was the Tunnels of Fanfare or something like that. It's a pre-made one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last one that I did... We never got to finish, but from what I gathered of what was happening was there was a cult, and the cult was at this church, and underneath the church, they were feeding some kind of, like, portal hmm. of demon creatures, and so they would, like, come out at night, and so no one could come out at night, um, because these demons would be out and about, um, just wrecking shop on people, mm -hmm. and nobody knew where they came from, nobody knew, like, why that was happening, um, and so we were slowly figuring that out before I moved, uh, to, to Arkansas. Uh, but it was like, we were going around fixing the small things and mm. then it was giving us little clues to the bigger picture. He definitely has played a lot of video games because it's how it felt like we were playing, we do these really small quests yeah. that were leading up into this bigger thing. Like we went and fixed the water supply mm -hmm. and we thought that it was just like, there were a few eggs in the water supply, so it wasn't a big deal. But while we were down there, we saw uh, these pathways that led to the church that didn't make sense. And so we were like, oh, those eggs were put there for a reason. And so it was this like thing of like they were feeding this this cultish. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what they were worshiping, but uh, they were definitely up to no good. That's Starting cool. trouble in the neighborhood. <laughs> I was I waiting you. for LJ to get it. I got you. It took me a second. <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, that's my favorite. I mean, I didn't play a lot of them, so I can't really. Shelly's got some cool stories. Hey, yeah. now you should do a D and D themed like Prince, Pr Fresh Prince of Bel Air like intro song. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I bet I can make that work. <laughs> <laughs> we. I, I could do that. We are six people away from 50 donors on uh, Patreon. Whoa! We get to 50. That's crazy. Well, uh, we get to 50. Remind me, and I will make a... Because if you don't remind me, it's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I'll make a fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and then I'll recite it on the podcast. About D&D. &D. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Right. <laughs> Done. I don't know why I say these things. 
It took me forever to get that that's better than That's shit. much better than shaving your head, though. Yes. I'm never doing that again, <laughs> I don't think. It'll be fun. Poor, poor Jason's like, but I'm already giving, so I can't be part of, like, a new a new giver. Um, we're only, like... I, I, anyways, we're close. Six people. Uh, you guys geeked out about anything else this week? Uh, just go check out my review for a little game on Switch called Fimble. And it is a Viking-themed, like, comic book-style, like, 300 type of action-adventure game. And, uh... Cool. Yeah, go check that out. And Shelley? I'm planning on seeing Captain Marvel sometime this week. So, hopefully, cool. by next week, I'll be able to talk about it. I guess we'll edit there. LJ, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at WarHeroLJ, and you can find me playing through the Prince of Persia games on Fridays at twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Must be a good time. Yeah, the title is If I Could Turn Back Time, like the share song. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. How about you, Shelly? Yeah, you can find me on the Twitch Geeks Under Grace channel every Tuesday night. I... By the time you hear this, I may possibly potentially be done with the pacifist run of Undertale. I don't know. I'm still playing through Undertale as far as I'm aware, but I think I'm pretty close to ending it. So, but anyway, cool. yeah, and you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Cool. You can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying. God bless. Bye bye. Peace out. <laughs>